Today, every day, small cap investors visit Agoracom knowing this is the day to discover the world's next great company to have their dreams come true. That's why I take to the open road to find them, to tell their stories, to engage them, to bring them to life because they want to connect with you from your office, your phone, your home, anywhere. Agoracom, find your dream. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorecom in which we take the time to sit down with small cap executives right after they put out big important news. By the way, uh, production note here, for those of you who are watching this video, we appreciate that you're watching these videos, but you don't always have time to watch. These videos are now available on podcasts, so catch on Spotify, Google, Apple. That way you can stream these from your car uh, while you're sitting in a waiting room or you got some downtime, it's a more convenient way. Otherwise, we appreciate that you guys are tuning in. With us today, happy to have him back, Bernard Tunion, Chairman, CEO, HPQ Silicon Resources, trades on the TSX Venture Exchange on the stock symbol, HPQ. Now, I usually, I, I usually have an intro about the company. I'm going to skip it, other than the fact that this is a company that's getting closer and closer to becoming a vertically, a vertically integrated silicon metal producer. The big news this morning, I'm going to read the headline, so pardon my read. HPQ Silicon and Pyrogenesis actively evaluating joint venture to manufacture nanoscale structure silicon powders for next, genera next generation lithium ion batteries. That's a mouthful. And uh, here to talk about is Bernard. Buddy, welcome back to the show. Thanks. So basically, you skip the intro to make it shorter so you can make your own plug. <laughs> well, no, just to make it easier. Hey, this way people don't have to stare at our faces. I'm giving them the option to actually be able to listen to it instead yes. of watching our faces. So that might actually increase viewership of these uh, interviews. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So okay. look, evaluating a joint venture, quote unquote, normally I would kind of blow that off as yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, companies evaluate a joint venture, big deal. But in this case, Pyrogenesis, who you're valuing the JV with has a globally renowned track record for the for being able to create and sell powders so that means a lot given the fact that they are J, jv partner uh what does it mean to the company that you're that you're going down this path it's 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 a normal progression of, of the working partnership i had with pyro uh, i've been bugging them since the start about you know we have to take a look how to do nano nano parts um silicone uh it's a natural expansion um People should understand that, you know, we're, we're more than just evaluating, but there's, there would be so much things to announce in just one shot. It's better just say we're evaluating, but you know, uh, when you so work fair to say Pyro, you're on your way, huh? fair oh, to say that you're going to, you guys going to be on your way in the near future. It's very safe to say, but I, I basically, we've been evaluating this since the beginning of it because it's a market that's been really interesting, uh, to us. Um, it's an it's a, it's a market that has been there since the beginning of our work with the Pure Lab, but it didn't get the traction, the visibility, and the visibility on price. Yes, it, it it was it was very difficult to get a visibility on what battery manufacturer wanted to do, wanted to have. Um, so you know we, we've been involved. I've I've been involved in this 
this market for four, four years. So I'm starting to know pretty much about it. I've talked to many players into it and everything else. Um, I've been working with Professor Hui for a long time. Um, so I'm, I'm getting a good feel for the market and you can feel that it's about right time to, to really to expand. So we're incredibly well positioned. Serendipity means that, you know, we're more advanced than anybody else. We also know that all of my competitors in the nano, in the nano field, uh, nanostructure field, uh, are not silicone metal producers because it's not something that the big boys can get into. They want to get into later on and everything else. And everybody that's getting into basically buys the raw material. So we have this incredible vertical. We already have this pre-vertical integration. We actually have the right size to it. If you take a look at a pilot plant, 50 ton per year is the right size to it. So everything's just really falling into place. And, and what, what, what I was clearly missing was getting a good sense on what could be the value proposition for this. Um, so now I've got a good idea for this, you know, uh, good idea what the price of the market and everything else. And I know that the segment we're going after right now, it's selling for $30,000 a kilogram, not because demand is there for it at those prices, just because that's the cost that everybody else has having to pay the manufacturer that's keeping it there. Uh, but that's something we've been looking at and addressing since the beginning. Uh, let me ask you a question. Uh, you know, I've said this before, everyone and their mother is trying to get into battery metals and supply battery manufacturers. Mm -hmm. You actually put out a press release just last week uh, that you entered into discussions uh, with a battery manufacturer, mm -hmm. right? So you are well down the path. Does this joint venture to manufacture nanoscale silicon powders have anything to do with the discussion you have with the current battery manufacturer or are these two separate tracks? Those are two separate tracks. And I've, I've been saying it for a few times and maybe people haven't been paying attention to it. There's a technology war going on in the battery space for silicon. Okay. That's a technology. That's a something that's very similar to when solar grade silicon metal uh, started. Okay. Uh, when the insanity of the share price of everything else, when it started, okay, as high as it ever went, um, solar grade silicon metal, as high as it ever went, only sold for $250 a kilogram. That, that tells you how big the battery space is, that it's, it's, it's getting $30,000 a kilogram right now, these prices. Um, and that's that price can't sustain itself, right? That's just no, 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 that, that we know, but you know, it's like right now, but. It's so difficult if I won't get into the technical aspect of it, yeah. but it's so difficult how to make it the traditional process to make it. It's the same thing. It's exactly the same thing as when Pyro started, you know, plasma atomization for titanium powder. The only difference is when they did it in the beginning, it was a military contract. So there was no end application. There was no end buyer for it. It took 20 years for the end bar for the market to be created. Battery space is completely different. It is known that silicone metal at nanostructures resolves a heck of a lot of the issues and will allow the energy stored to It's a known factor. The problem is the $30,000 a kilogram cost. It's not the ticket. So, if yeah, you so can the price isn't at 30,000 kilograms because demand is $30,000 a kilogram. It's not demand, demand it's the cost is of making strong, it. It's driving up the price. It's at that price because, and I want to ask you about this. The, mm -hmm the uh the costs are just so high that if you want it this is just the price you got to pay you're thinking that you can overcome mm -hmm. the two problems the cost of the high purity silicon mm -hmm. feed material yep. let's talk about that and then the cost of transforming it from mm -hmm. silicon into this nanoscale mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. powder. Uh, how confident are you? Let's deal with the first one. Because it seems like you've already dealt with this, the cost of the high purity silicon feed. You think you've got that down pat already? Like, because you're already there, aren't okay. you? Yes. But what you have to understand is that the battery space right now, okay, they want a product that doesn't exist off the bat. Okay. So they're using, uh, they're using offshoot, like recycling old solar grade panel uh, or basically it's material being produced for, for solar grade that doesn't meet the criteria that's using it because they need about 3N. Battery manufacturers have a tolerance of the 3N. Okay? So that's why everybody was using higher up. And most of the technology were developed for the medical field. So it was 9N, 11N because you need ultra pure for the medical, medical field. Um, so this is where we're coming in into this, uh, looking at it, having the incredible flexibility of, you know, adjusting the purity of our material, basically producing it. And we can produce up to four ends. So if we can produce up to four ends, the market needs three ends. It's not really a big issue. So we control the, that raw intake. The second one is. So, so you give a high purity at a lower cost. Yeah, or much lower or, cost, or, or we can basically make it cheaper. You know, use lower purity feedstock and just make the same purities everybody needs, and then just reduce. I, I know on the solar side you're going to reduce costs significantly. How about here on this nanoscale silicon powder? I'm, I'm going to be very honest. That cost significantly also. At this stage, I'm not going to discuss those issues because of for competitive reasons. Okay, but uh, we we base ourselves on what is the ultra ultra long term view of this. Okay, so we don't base our we don't base our our business plan on on the high value price of it, but we intend to to get as much price. We we always intend to be the one that can you know if somebody comes in and says oh I can make it for for fifteen oh we'll sell it fourteen that's where we're positioning ourselves. Uh, that's where we're looking at. That's where we're developing it. That's what we're, we're that that's what our aim is. It's going to be a very it's a very exciting business niche to be in, and. Uh, it's big. It's, it's going to be big. You know, it's like you, there is. But, but it's not know, commercially. It's uh, going to be big. But to be clear, you even say in the press release, uh, it's not commercially feasible yet. But if you overcome the cost and then the second part, the cost mm-hmm. is just the feed. And then the second part, which I want to talk to you about, the cost of transforming mm-hmm. it. Then you mm-hmm. think, you know, what are the implications if you're successful at that point? Does it become commercialized? So if you had a magic wand and you could overcome these two major impediments, the nanoscale silicon powders, nanoscale structure. Okay. I'm going to do this in reverse. Okay. Okay. We actually believe that we can resolve those two issues. Okay. So now it's going to be a question for us to, to get product tested, approved by battery manufacturers um, and then demonstrate it. Is it, and then it's going to play into a relationship of how, how it plays in their batteries and how, many, how much it improves the ratio and everything else and how much it can increase the distance of car driving, how much more batteries can be saved and all those, those types of things. So we understand, like I, I have a good vision of what the market would ultimately love, okay? The reality is we are replacing a material that's called graphite, okay? And they've, the, the, um, the graphite, the battery manufacturers are accustomed to working with the price high purity graphite cells. They'll be willing to pay a premium to that price because silicone, okay, is I think 10 times more uh, energy efficient than graphite. So play around those prices. Those, those so you prices. could be up to nine times more expensive 
than yeah, graphite. And you're still nine times, four times more expensive than graphite and, 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 and still make it out. Right. Um, but at the beginning, it's going to be like, okay, we're going to do like a few hundred of those battery cells, so we'll need 10,000 kilograms around. I'm just giving out numbers. But, you know. So, but see, the difference for everybody else is I don't need to build big. This is a market that's relatively small, incredibly high value. As we get to a point where we're going to scale up our process, we have a very easy to scale up process. We're not like Joe X mining company as a, as a graphite deposit. It's going to require $300 million to put in production. Yeah, that's the beauty, right? A lot uh, we're, we're not, we're not Joe, Bernard, but you know, lithium company has a billion dollars to generate it. Like I, I saw a graphite company has a deposit. They've done everything else. And this is, Oh, we're gonna we're gonna spend twenty million dollars, or I don't know, like ten million dollars to build a high purity battery material testing facilities. Well, we already have it. It's already paid for. <laughs> it's like it's, it's the material everybody wants. So, <clears throat> and for wait, and by the way, and for people watching this, made for the first time, we're forgotten. You can start off at just twenty five hundred ton. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's scalable about 2,500 tons, but let's be real. Right, so you don't have to build a behemoth. You can start off at 2,500, and as the market gets bigger, as demand gets bigger, you just George, keep my pilot plan of, blocks, like modules. My pilot plant of 50 tons, okay, right now, could probably meet the entire market at three, three, $30,000 a kilogram. That could probably, okay, so it's because it's not that, you know, it's like... Or depending how you play around with the different different material we're going to do, different quality of everything else. Because you have to understand, we're talking nanoscale structure. Okay, technical moment, guys. Nanoscale sells for $30,000 a kilogram. Micro size sells for $2,000 a kilogram. Okay. Uh, SIOX sells for $100 a kilogram. Okay. So there's different ranges of product. We can deliver our product that can come in and do X, Y, Z. Okay. This is, this is where, the, so we're going for, we're, go, we're going for, for the top one, which is the one that everybody wants because it's known that that one's going to work. Can anybody else do what you guys, you and Pyrogenesis are thinking you can do? Because the cost side you've got down pat because of the pure VAP. Um, and then the transformation side, you've got down pat because of pyrogenesis ability to be able to create powders you know, as they've done for successfully around the world. Is there anybody else that brings both of those to the table and can even try to compete? Or is this joint potential joint venture, if they were to happen right now and you were to overcome those, would you just be, you'd be just be opening the market to these nanoscale powders? It probably probably would be because all the other ones I've all the other ones have been working at it are basically all big companies that have big infrastructure R and D, which is sort of like an offshoot of what they're doing. So often what they do is they they have an offshoot like the, like uh, uh, Walker, which is one of the big polysilicon manufacturer. Well, of course they use high purity material that they produce, so they bought into a a battery manufacturer or, or a silicone manufacturer for those things, but they pay like they pay significantly higher prices to enter it. So they're trying to enter it, but they're never going to be competitive with me. They just had just for them to to, to succeed in the polysilicon and the high purity silicon, they had to buy a metallurgy grade silicon metal producer to, so they could control that cost into it. Like, okay, I've already controlled all these parts. Um, that, that that's where if if you look at the at the timing at 
everything that we've done, the backing, um, it's incredibly good. It's like it pinch yourself how good the timing is. All right. So timing is good. How long does it take for you guys to actually formulate a joint venture to actually formalize it, not formulate um, as a joint venture. That's not, that, we're going. that's not, that, that's not the biggest issue for us. It's, a, All right. we're, we're like, it's, it's, we've announced that we're, we're evaluating this, but you know, if you've known working with Pyro, um, even, even before they start looking and evaluating something, they've already evaluated. Um, sure. It's just, you know, I, I've learned over the time that if you, it's so difficult in our business to come up with accurate timeline that sometimes it's better not to talk about anything since we're there. Um, might surprise a few people, but you know, I've been giving out hints that we've been working on this for a long time. It's been there. So it isn't something that, you know, we thought of yesterday. It says, Oh, well, I need to issue a press release. It's not, it's not like that. It's been something that's been worked on. If you follow the logic of the press release we issue, you know, why would I announce I'm working with a university professor in this material? What was truly serendipitous and took us off, off the, a bit surprised was the Apollo and having the, the patent for the, uh, yeah. the poor silicone wafer. But the other step, we, we had planned. So let me ask you a, a bigger picture question. Mm -hmm. When you started off down this path, mm -hmm. solar grade silicon metal was the the pure focus pardon the pun but it seems like as you've as you've come along you've been able to create great great diversification through producing you know offshoot products so you've got two for the battery uh two applications for that you got the pure vap that can produce up to 4n which is for everyone at home 99.99 percent and then you've got solar i think is a longer term you know mm -hmm. Big, big game. How secure, uh, you know, how, how do you feel going into 2020 that, you know, that you're no longer a one trick, a one trick pony and that you've got, you've got sufficient, but not overly diversified to the point that you're chasing too many rabbits. Is this the perfect mix here where you've got the battery that's right in front of you, the pure VAP, the four end, we know, Hey, you can produce two end right now and start selling. And solar is the bigger, longer-term play. You know, how do you feel going twenty twenty, and how should your investors feel about the stability of the company? I'm I'm just going to give a just going to give a general you know, observation. Um, in two thousand sixteen, when we hit our highest share price, uh, which gave us a market uh, market uh, market cap of about forty one million dollars everybody was excited about solar grade silicon metal, which was selling at $25 a kilogram at that moment. Wow. <laughs> With that excitement, okay, we financed the pure VAP pilot plant, okay, and we financed a lot of the pure VAP R&D research to how to transform quartz into higher value end products. Um, and we're now in a position where we're reaping that benefit, having multiple options. We're not just stuck having, you know, at one point people were like panicking. So are you guys going to be able to reach six in? It's the end of the world. If you guys don't reach six in, uh, what we've been able to do is put ourselves in a position where we're no longer really dependent on the gen three success to succeed in the sense that we know it's going to work. It's, it's, 
just a question, you know, might take us four, four more weeks of kicking the can and getting things done. Right. I won't use the term turning knobs, but basically getting it to work. But we know it's going to give us a, a great advantage. And in the meantime, other markets have matured to a position where there is significant demand for what we're doing. So we're uniquely positioned. You cannot, you cannot copy what we have, okay? Because we've done multiple tests. We've, we, we've gotten ourselves to a pilot plan. That part has been financed. Now it's going to be a question of operations moving forward. How do we generate the best revenue stream? How do we design something for big investors to go take a look at? But we're, you know, this is what we've been doing. It's a lot of the work has been discreetly done um, because that's the best way of doing it. Sometimes, you know, when we've, what we've done, what we've done with the powder, we've been working, you know, on the concept, the thought design, where we're going with it, how it's going, going. You have to understand that pyrogenesis does have a limited number of, you know, people to, to spur into it. So for me to be able to, um, Pull resources. Get their attention. Right. Uh, I must present a pretty serious business case. And I was going to ask you about that. That was going to be the last thing I was going to ask you. Can we make inference there? Because it's not as if Pyrogenesis is sitting around twiddling its thumbs. It's supplying the U.S. Navy for aircraft carriers. It's supplying powders to the largest, you know, 3D printing conglomerate in Europe. And, it's, you know, it's, it's generating revenue. It's kicking ass. Um, so can I make the inference that if they didn't think this was something that they could succeed at, they just wouldn't bother because it's not as if they need to throw stuff on the wall and see what sticks. And, and, and I guess that relates to Peter Pascali's, you know, quote. Yeah. That's, says, that's, you know, that's, that's what I was going to read. Taken by the potential of this joint venture as it checks all of the boxes mm-hmm. we consider before valuing a new business line. What mm-hmm. does it mean for him to say that? basically means that we both see the value there we you know we, we both understand what we have um you know, i've been working with pyro since 2015 so i i i get to get a good inkling of what 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 type of project worked with them and and the pure vap the pure vap is going to become big the, the metallurgic part of the business at pyro is going to become big uh don't under, underestimate the power what they've done with the, the swedish contract you know it's nothing really into it but what they're doing there is massive. Um, you know, my, mining is going to be changing in a way that people probably don't see it. And it's actually funny because you're probably the one that brought the, 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 the most accurate image. Okay. Mining is going to go from mainframe computer to desktop. And the pure VAP technology is at the center of that. Right now, our focus is silicon metal and how we can use that in multiple markets for it. But, you know, over time, uh, there will be other application for, for this type of metallurg- metallurgic system. Sure. Um, so I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, last question, pilot plant. I think you had originally discussed that you, it should be up and running in Q, by the end of Q4. Is that still looking? Mm-hmm. Is I, that still- I'm, not a, I'm not in a position now to issue any statement because I don't really – control that part of the, um, of the schedule. It's Pyro that does. Right. Um, and, and, and I think people that follow Pyro, Pyro understand they've been very, very busy with the big contracts they, uh, they, they've just announced in the process of doing that. So um, I'm waiting for them to come back to me on this issue. But I've, you see, I have, I, I've been in junior 
mining, during mining business and everything else. And I try to make the startup of the pilot plan as less as an event as possible. And I'll tell you why. If the focus is only on the pilot plan start, then when the pilot plan start and the stock doesn't move, people make the equation doesn't work. Right. Has nothing to do with this. So if it becomes too much of an event, um, then it sort of like loses. For me, it's, it's a non-event. It's literally a non-event because we've done enough testing. It's going to be, it's going to be starting. It's going to be moving. It's not, you know, for some people, they think right. it's very big material. It isn't. Okay. Reality is we started the pilot plan. The same crowd that was panicking about the pilot plan says, oh, what are you going to do afterward? Well, now we know. They, yeah, that's the point I'm making. In every one of the steps I am advancing, okay, does not need the pilot plan to be operational for me to advance at this stage. This is what people have to understand. What we're doing to get potential off-take agreement, to get potential orders and everything, doesn't need the Gen 3 to work. Okay? Because the profit margin are so off the, off the top that it doesn't require it. It will require it as we get to a significant phase, and it, w- and it will be operational. But I don't want to make the, um, the pilot plan... Got it. Yeah, to, yeah to that's be, not... To the be, pilot plan it, is just... Our, yeah, got it. No, you know, it's like we, we just... went to Gen 1 to Gen 2. It's, we, we know enough how it is. It's gonna be, there's always going to be something else. If it becomes the end all, then people says, what happens afterwards? Well, to be totally honest, I've already gone past the, what we're going to do once it starts. That's, this is where I am. So yeah, I give full credit for that. I'm, I'm letting Pyro deal with the pilot plan and starting up and everything else. You know? um, it's their issue. It's not mine, my issue at this moment, as long as, you know, so that's, that's sort of the way I, I sort of see it right now. And my focus is more, okay, there's an incredible opportunity that threw itself at us in two phases, okay? And we can take a leadership position. And I got to give you credit. You know, I think it was August when you announced you'd be looking at the battery market. And, you know, I'm sure people could look at that and say, ah, another guy, look at the battery market. Then you come out with entering into discussions of the battery manufacturer, I mean, that was pretty incredible. And now you're talking about a JV with Pyrogenesis, a globally renowned company to you know, create these nanoscale nano uh, silicon powders for, for lithium-ion batteries. So I'm pretty excited. And I, that's not easy for me to get to, but I'm pretty excited about how fast. I'm skeptical you, about that one, George. I'm skeptical about that one. How fast you move this. Yeah. Well, look, you know, I think you and I have talked about battery metals before. I remember when you first... When you came out that first press release, I said, Bernard, are you sure? Battery metals, everybody and their mother says they're going to be playing in the battery yeah, but they're all mining space. companies. They're, all, they're only interested in the natural resources. The beauty of silicon, it's not in natural yeah. resources. So nobody's in not. there. There is no junior that's even in. It, you know, they're graphite guys and they're lithium guys, but they're... There isn't a silicon guy because you can't take it out of the ground. You actually have to make it. Yeah, you, you have to make it. So it's, think about it. Even people in the graphite space, they have to make graphene. They have to make those specialty metals and everything else before they even create a market. Okay. Us, there's, there's a $6 billion a year just for silicone metal. Just for the silicone, okay, everything that's even based on silicone, okay, needs to end. The traditional manufacturers have a hard time making this. That's already positioned ourselves very, very well. Um, I love it. So it's it's already been announced. Like we've issued what eighteen press releases during the year. Uh, we've done countless interviews. So that means we've made at least eighteen interviews. 
people are still surprised what we're doing. 18 times. Huh? Thank God for Spotify because we're not going to force people to look at our faces 18 times in 2020. You're going to see more white hair coming out of me. That's all. Uh, Bernard, that's a, uh, I got to tell you, great press release today. And now I'm a believer because, you know, going back to you saying, I, you know, you question whether I get excited. I was kind of skeptical when you first came out the first battery news, but you've skeptical? moved this along. Not, skeptical is not the right word. You kept saying like it's, it's, in words, but is silicone metal in the battery space? Yeah, because I was concerned about being looking like a, you know, a me too company. That was a, that's, but it goes back to your point that I don't get excited about everything, but the fact you've taken it from that first announcement and then entering a discussion with battery manufacturing, now the JV and all happening, bang, bang, bang. That's, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, but pe people have to realize, okay, JV is powering us working together to develop a product of course, for other battery manufacturers. The discussion with a battery manufacturer relates to porous silicone wafers. Yep. Technology. Two different it's lines. Two different, it's two different things. If one doesn't work, there's still the other. It's, it's, it's not the same thing. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, credit to you guys, Bernard. Credit credit to you leading the team. And I'm glad to see that uh, uh, Peter and Pyrogenesis looks like going to become a partner on another line. Uh, that just that diversification and that kind of potential gives me a lot to look forward to in 2020. Can't see what you guys can't wait to see what you guys are going to do. Thank you. You've been watching Bernard Turion, or if you're listening on Spotify and podcast, you've been listening to Bernard Turion. He's chairman, CEO. HPQ Silicon, the company trades on the TSX Venture Exchange on the stock symbol, HPQ. You've heard and watched some amazing information. It's your job now. Take the next step in due diligence. Get to Agoracom. Go to the company's hub. Look at all the information we have for you. Watch some of the previous interviews or listen to some of the previous interviews, but make sure you do because there's powerful information there. Then get over to the HPQ site, do some more diligence. And finally, if you've got questions, post them to Agoracom because you'll get your answers directly for Bernard because it's a CEO verified form. And that is another sign of confidence when a CEO makes himself completely accessible to answer questions from online investors. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Have a fantastic day. See you soon.